You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my girlfriends and I tell our most embarrassing, funny stories so that we all feel less alone in our imperfections and bond through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host. Today, I have with me a brand new girlfriend. Her name is Tony Dupree. Tony is an author, public speaker, and entrepreneur, and she's well known for her long history of community and business leadership. She started on the path that would lead her to very successful career at a young age. Fortuitously, she was introduced to the social graces as a child when she attended Mildred Johnson's Charm and Etiquette Academy in Houston. There, she learned how etiquette, self-esteem, and presentation can be leveraged for success. After excelling in academics at Jack Yates High School and Interior Arts School of Design, it became her lifelong mission to help others come to the same understanding. She earned certification from the Center for Organizational Cultural Competence in Winnipeg, Canada, and completed coursework in psychology and behavioral analysis from Kaplan University. Tony, thank you so much for being with me today. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited to get to know you. I want to tell you something. It's not very often that I meet someone else who's gone through etiquette training, but I went to what was called a charm school when I was in middle school. And I learned some lessons I'll never forget. And it was at a time in my life, and it may have been elementary compared to what you went through, but I remember the teacher said, I want you all to choose one thing that you really like about your physical appearance. And I thought, no, I have nothing. And she was like, (laughs) you know, I'm 13. I'm awkward. I'm embarrassed to be alive, right? And she goes, Joanne Davis, that was my maiden name. Mm-hmm. You have incredible eyes. Your eyes are green, they're sparkly, they're expressive. And, you know, and I will never, and it's like, okay, that's a superficial characteristic. But to a 13 year old girl who's looking anywhere for validation, I ate that up and I didn't become vain about it. But I think what I did is I learned a lesson on perspective in that moment because I right. thought, wait a minute, she's noticing something wonderful about myself that I didn't even ever consider. Hmm, Isn't it beautiful when somebody can notice something, you know, your eyes are just something common. You just use them. It's kind of like utilitary, you know, it's not anything that you really are thinking about. And somebody is describing them like they're diamonds that they found in a mine. And that's wonderful. It's going to affect you that way. I think even as an adult, a compliment like that would, would affect you. Yes. I agree. And actually, I kind of wish I could remember who that was. I should ask my mom. I haven't thought about that story in a really long time. In fact, I don't even know if it's a story. I've never even told anyone. I think that's just something I carried around in my own little heart. (laughs) But that's mine. Yeah. Okay. Well, fill in the blanks. What did I miss about who you are and what you do? Like you said, I'm an etiquette coach and I write a little bit and I live in Houston, Texas. I have two dogs. One is a Pomeranian. He is a holy terror. And I have a pit bull who is the biggest, sweetest baby. Mm. I'm married. I live in a really hot, hot place. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> it's hot. That's, <laughs> it's hot and hotter. Are you melting there? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm melting. Send help. <laughs> it feels like a lot of times. And I run this little etiquette business. It's called Etiquette and Style by Dupree. And I love it. It's fun. And, you know, I just show people how to bring quality to their life. 
I love it. When we lived in Reno, Nevada, there was a gal, she's actually been on my podcast, Isha Casagrande. She's a stylist, but she did what she called fashion camps during the summer for high school girls. And I I never had an opportunity to put my kids through it, but she taught not only fashion, but self-confidence and etiquette. And those things, I think we forget to realize how really important they are, especially during the developmental years. And then if you don't learn it during the developmental years, then it's important whenever you can grasp the concepts because presentation and our behavior is what the outside world sees. Mm -hmm. They respond to us based on what they see. Right. They do. I totally agree. Well, tell me about your book. So Straight Up From the Teacup is a straight talking, witty communication book. It's about how we engage, how we choose to engage with one another. The choices that we make during conversation is about best practice, how to handle those ups and downs, you know, because you're going to experience those ups and downs how to stay confident through some of those turbulent times when you are meeting new people or you're having to let people go, how to let go and still maintain your self-confidence and self-esteem. A lot of times when you have to let things go, it rips your heart right out your chest cavity. So how to maintain and still walk away from a situation and not rendering another person incapacitated. So it's a lot of little nuggets about just being better in the common places of life. Man, that's awesome. I have to admit to you, because we scheduled this interview really fast, I haven't read your book yet. I'm excited to read it. And by the time this podcast goes live, I will have read it and I will be giving one listener a book I'm going to order from my local bookseller here in Missoula, Montana. So it's kind of a win-win-win, supporting local businesses. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. I'm excited to do that. So listeners, to enter to win Tony's book, all you need to do is post about what you love about the Fancy Free Podcast, either on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and tag at Fancy Free Podcast on Facebook or Instagram. And on Twitter, tag at Joanne Jarrett 4, J-O-A-N-N-E-J-A-R-R-E-T-T, and then the number four. And I will choose randomly a winner from those entries. And then I will contact you regarding your mailing address and send you Tony's book. Okay, Tony, let's get into the five rapid fire questions. Okay. What was your first job? This is so funny. I worked at Luther's Barbecue. It's a barbecue place here for one day. What? One day? (laughs) Yes, because my bonus dad said, you're never going to work. You're really too fancy to work. You're not going to ever have a job. So I wanted to prove him wrong. My mom was hairstylist. Luther's Barbecue was right next door to her salon. And it was safe. I could just walk across the parking lot and go to work. I burned my hand and she came in to get lunch. I had a blister in the middle of my hand and I was crying because they had this big window and then the grill behind me. And she was mouthing, why are you crying? And I was crying. I burned my hand and I said, I already quit. So (laughs) she was like, you just started. Maybe it was a whole day, but I was out of there. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And how old were you? I was in high school. I think I was in the 11th grade. So how old are you? Like, what, 17, 18, something like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I mean, it doesn't even really count as a job, but it kind of does. Because I love it's the a, story. It's a funny job story. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, tell me, what is your love language? Acts of service and words of affirmation. Look, I'm going to say this secretly, but I'm on your podcast. So secretly, <laughs> I love when somebody's like, oh, Tony, you are such a thoughtful person. That's like receiving a bouquet of flowers. Yes. Because they recognize the fact that you are a genuine giver. And I am a very thoughtful person. I kind of hate to describe myself because... Well, that, it is hard because you're like, well, I don't mean to be tooting my own horn. I'm like, right. sister, here's your horn. Toot it, please. <laughs> this is like, we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're just being real with each other, yeah. you know? The, I I am very thoughtful. Uh, If I know that you like certain things or you mention things, it's not that I'm going out scurrying and looking for it. But if I see something, I'm going to be like, let me get that for them because I know they would appreciate it because I just know people enjoy being thought of. Yes, absolutely. And then you in turn, and you don't do it for this, but the gift they can give you in return is to recognize the thoughtfulness. Right. And I like to see a person smile. I love to make someone happy. I don't know what that's about because I'm not a comedian, but I just like to do that. Yes. There's a difference between clowning around and getting somebody to crack up and to really genuinely make them smile from the inside out. You know, that's what it sounds like you're more interested in. Okay. If you could have any celebrity be your best friend, who would you pick? Samoa. Samoa. Okay. This is me displaying my ignorance. I don't even know who that is. She's a comedian. Oh, oh, I'm going to have to look her up. She is so funny. Oh my God. And she's dirty. Like her. (laughs) (laughs) A little secret about me. I am known as the little rebel etiquette coach because, you know, in my business, I believe you use everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But I curse. I like it. I even bought this book. It's called Everybody Curses, I Swear. (laughs) It's just fun stories about celebrities who curse and what they say. So that's a little secret about me. Her jokes are dirty, like she curses, but not like every third word. And she's beautiful. She's very fancy. Like her clothes are gorgeous and her makeup, she's just like perfect. But she has a potty mouth. I love when people have that, like they're so put together, but they can drop an F-bomb like nobody's business. That's my thing. It's like the food version of a texture contrast, right? Or <laughs> like wearing a, wearing a lacy blouse with your torn up jeans. I Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. I can't wait to look her up. And I'm going to see if she's been interviewed on any podcast too, because I'm such a podcast junkie. Oh, yeah. And if you interview her... Oh my God, will you please tell her that you know this lady, Tony Dupree, who thinks that he's her friend? That's absolutely. And when I promote this episode, I'll tag her on social media. You never know, sometimes they get. Oh, that's awesome. I am (laughs) one of her biggest fans. Okay, if you had to describe yourself in one word, what would that be? Sophisticated. That's. (laughs) I love that word. As crazy as I can be. I have a bit of sophistication about me. So I would describe myself as sophisticated. That's one of the fun things when you come off as sophisticated and then you can show somebody something really genuine and relatable. It's like a beautiful contrast, you know? I love it. Okay, what is your superpower? I make life beautiful. 
from the inside out. And just by changing how people look at something, you know, that you see it differently. As a matter of perspective, instead of as a matter of objective beauty. I get it. I love it. Well, as you know, the point of this podcast is to share our not-so-fancy moments so we all feel better about ourselves in contrast, we relate to each other, and we learn more and more how sharing these stories connect us and bond us. So what do you have for us today? What are some of your not-so-fancy moments? The first one, I love it because it wasn't just me that laughed about it. I was interviewed by an Australian news reporter on Ticker. And it was like one o'clock in the morning. He asked me to share my social media contact information. Well, when I got to Twitter, it was just over for me. (laughs) I could not get that address out. And the address is I am underscore etiquette. I said, I underscore, I am, I I did all. (laughs) We laughed so hard. Like, I mean, I was laughing. I have footage of it laughing like that. And he was laughing too. And he said, it's okay. It's one o'clock in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one, okay, when I first started doing dining etiquette workshops, like when I first opened my business, like initially I was doing back to school etiquette camps. Well, Then once I branched out, you know, people hear about you. So then they start. I did my first book, Whose Fark Is It Anyways? The name of the book. (laughs) It's a Etiquette Guide. And I was doing a workshop. And for some reason, BMW, you know, it stands for your bread, your meal, and your water. I could never remember what the W was for. And, (laughs) And I have been doing these workshops forever. I said... I cannot get to this part and freeze again. What is wrong with me? I was doing this workshop. It was like a hundred people and I used the abbreviation. And, and then I was thinking to myself, maybe I should stop using the abbreviation. And then I was like, well, Dodo is too late now because you've already said BMW. So then I was like, what is the, what is the W for? Out loud though. I didn't mean to say it out loud. And then, (laughs) so one of the participants was like, could it be the water? I said, that's it. The water. The bread milk. (laughs) I didn't have that happen again. But it was just like when I first started doing it. And, you know, I guess it was the buildup because the workshops were so big. I don't know. You just have that little moment. It's just some craziness. I don't know. Oh, that's it reminds me of when I'm put on the spot like that too, my mind freezes. I took my husband to a wedding in Seattle where I went to college right after I graduated and all mm-hmm. my college friends were there and I was introducing them around. I came up to this guy that I totally knew all through college and I went to introduce my husband to him and my, I just froze. I couldn't think of his name and it was so embarrassing because I totally knew him. Well, his name was Bob. How hard is Bob to remember? (laughs) And from that point on, when I'm walking into a social situation, if you wonder why I'm quiet, it's because I'm quietly reviewing all of the names of the people that I might see because that embarrassed me so much. I understand. I understand understand that. My gosh. (laughs) So now 
for the third one. And it just happened recently, maybe a week ago. I appeared on a TV show. It's called Women in Real Time. And they had a dining etiquette segment. And uh, they had the plate there. They had the knives, the fork, and everything. And when I was demonstrating how you cut your meat, for some reason, I wanted them to cut the meat, putting the knife between the prongs on the fork. And I was thinking, why did I say that? That's not even right. You don't have to do that. These are crazy things that happen just, you know, you're not like trying to be overly intelligent or over, you're just talking. And out of, out of the blue, you say something weird and you think, why would I say that? But you can't take it back. What is out? That's the thing. Oh my God. And I was so descriptive about it. I was like, you have to make sure that the knife goes in between the prongs on the floor. And I, I was like, oh my God. That is not right. Like, what planet am I on right now? Why did yeah. I think that? <laughs> and I think that it can happen. I mean, I've had those three things recently. And the only thing, I mean, the, the two things recently. But the only thing you can chalk it up to is that you're overthinking in your head. Right. To answer the question. You know, afterwards, every day, it rented space in my head. Why would I say that? I've never said <laughs> that before. It rented space in your head. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the reasons why I tell people, hey, I'm going to edit this episode. Just blab on because I don't want people feeling like they're so on the spot. I've done interviews before where it's like, this is live or there's one take and what you say is what you get. And you get inside your own head when that's happening because it's that's like, oh, right. I, better not scrap, oh, I better do. And then it's like, oh, this is this is sure to be a disaster. <laughs> you know. That's exactly right. You do get inside your own head. You you want to be so profound. You want to make sure that there's a nugget at the end of every sentence. But sometimes the nuggets are found embedded in the conversation, you know? Right. So you yeah. just be and talk and connect. Yeah, you can say something that is just like an everyday reality in your life, and it might be a total light bulb for someone else because exactly. you're coming different perspectives. So yeah, you don't always have to manufacture those moments, but we try, don't we? (laughs) Yes, we do. We do. Because somewhere in the universe has made us think that we have to be perfect to do these professions. And I talk about that in a lot of my workshops, that it's not about being perfect. You do want to know what you're doing, but you want to do it with ease and you want to have fun with it. So what if you flub something? You can always make the correction. That's right. Yeah. I love that you do that because I feel like sometimes the whole concept of etiquette can be intimidating for people because they think, well, I'm just a train wreck. There's no way I could ever, but it's not about that. It's about learning what you need to know before you enter a situation so that you can be yourself and so that you can be comfortable in those situations. Right. And you know, I present this in every situation as a set of options for best practice. Mm -hmm. I don't walk in want you to think that everything you're doing already is wrong. And because I came in, I'm going to be the fixer. That's not what this is about. These are just some options. Do it differently. You aren't coming from a place of criticism and saying, you're doing it wrong. Do it this way. You have to do it this way. It's like, well, maybe consider this angle, consider that angle. If it's something you want to adopt, great. I'm just trying to give you other ideas. Yeah. Right. 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 
Okay, guys, I'm going to interrupt my conversation with Tony Dupree to give you another listener's story, and then we'll be back with Tony. Here's Patrick. Oh, my gosh. Joanne, this is Patrick Keller again with another super embarrassing story. Uh, I was reminded of this story after listening to one of your guests a couple of episodes ago. And I wish more people would send in listener embarrassing stories because, you know, it can't just be me. Come on, y'all. So anyway, I am probably 17, 18. I am in high school. I had a really hot car. And by hot car, I mean a 1977 Chevy Impala puke green station wagon with some primer gray and uh, stickers all over it. (laughs) So I was really hip and cool. Wait, 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 wait. Stickers? I have to know what kind of stickers were on your Impala. And I love the fact that it was puke green with primer gray. (laughs) Okay, please go on. And I worked at Pizza Hut. And so I basically, all I did in high school was work at Pizza Hut and cruise. Because, you know, that was the thing to do. Oh, yeah, we cruised too. We called it the teardrop. You know, you just cruise around town and it would go to Sonic and it would go down the main street and it was a small town thing. That's what I spent all my money on was fuel. It was cheap then for my car. But anyway, my sister is with me. She's six years younger than me. So I guess she would have been in middle school. We are going down Main Street in my car. And on Main Street, there are a couple of stoplights. Hang on. The fact that you had your sister, who was six years younger than you, in your car while you were out cruising, (laughs) I think that's adorable. You're such a nice brother. Okay, please go on. And as we're driving, I notice that on the right, coming out of the driver's license bureau, is the biggest crush of my life, quarterback on the football team. And I see him, and I'm just, you know, being all goofy and I'm waving really big out the window and I've got my head turned and I'm waving and I'm like, hi. And my sister's, you know, just rolling her eyes at me. And then all of a sudden we are immediately stopped because I uh, rear ended the car in front of me at the light. No. And I looked at my sister oh, and I was just no. like, Oh, huh? Oh, And she is so embarrassed, but she's like, no, you didn't. And I look back and the biggest crush of my life is rolling on the sidewalk. What? No. (laughs) Laughing at me. Why couldn't he have not noticed? And I am just like, what do I do? I'd never been in a fender bender or anything like that. What happens? And the light turned green and the car that I rear ended totally burned rubber and peeled out (gasps) and drove away. That's a miracle. And I still don't know who it was. I don't know if they didn't have insurance and they were freaked out or if they thought it was their fault. It totally wasn't. And I was so lucky. And of course, because I had a big old tank of a car, there was nothing wrong with my car. I think it was God having mercy. But I looked at my sister and I was like, you are not telling anyone (laughs) this. Oh. Come to think of it, that was probably me outing myself to my sister, even though Aww. I wasn't out to anybody at the time. Did she say anything <laughs> about that? I have to know. So there you go. Another funny story. Very embarrassing. Maybe I'll 
record some more for you as your guests inspire me. Please, please do. I'm so glad I found your podcast. I've been enjoying it. Aw. And maybe we'll talk again soon. Bye. Oh my gosh, Patrick. Thank you. I can't wait. You're so funny. I have more questions. Okay. I need to know, so did your sister ever tell your parents? I'm glad there was no damage to your vehicle. It was just like a miracle that that whoever it was drove away. It was like oh, almost like it never happened. The other thing I want to know is what happened the next time you saw the football quarterback? Did he mention it? Did you avoid his eye lock or did you guys laugh about it later together? Or how did that go? If you remember. Okay, listeners, the challenge is on. Send in your embarrassing stories. I'll listen to them, react as I listen, and then put them in the upcoming episode. It's so fun. Patrick, you're awesome. What have you been loving lately that you think the listeners might love too? I found Big Little Liars. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. My friend told me about that show. Oh, I think I'll just watch the series over and over. Like I'm waiting for it to come. It's so good. Oh my gosh. I have not seen that. I'm so excited to try that. Tell us a little bit about what it is. Let me tell you. The soundtrack is everything. The beginning song is so good. His name is Michael Kawanda. If you ever can listen to his music, you will love it. I'll link to it in the show notes. Every episode is, uh, I mean, I watched it back to back, back to back like that. That's how good it is. And you got Reese Witherspoon. She's good in everything though. Oh, I love her. They're supposed to have another season come. I think it's the third season, if I'm not mistaken. I kind of like when you find those little shows on Netflix, because I can be in my house and not turn the TV on. When I do, I want it to count. It needs to count because that's your time that you are sitting there for however many hours watching some episode of something. And I don't like to get hung up with TV. Yeah. Like I don't like to, oh, I got to see my show. I got to, I don't want to live like that. If it's something that can just be there for when you're ready for it, then that's great. Right. That's why streaming is so great. I love it. And you have to be cognizant of what you allow into your mind. Tell my listeners all the places where they can find you online. Okay. Facebook, you can find me as Tony Dupree. And Instagram, it's Etiquette and Style. That's E-T-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E and Style. And Twitter is I am underscore Etiquette. Yes, you spat it out perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, you have been so much fun. Thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, thank you. This is great. Oh, I just love you like I've been knowing you forever. Oh, I feel the same way. I'm so happy to have met you today. Thank you so much for listening to the Fancy Free Podcast today. Wasn't Tony awesome? I just loved her combination of sophistication and wit. Remember to post on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter about what you like about the Fancy Free Podcast and tag us to be entered to win Tony's book. Check out the show notes for today's episode at fancyfreepodcast.com slash episode 75 to get all the links we mentioned. And make sure you return next week because we have Jane Foray on the show. She has a great story about a job in Disney Paris. 
And then she also has a really funny one about an unintentional haircut that she got in Spain because of the language barrier. Remember to subscribe to the show so that new episodes pop into your feed each week. And remember, if you have a story to tell, if you're as brave as Patrick, then there are two ways you can do it. You can either record a voice memo on your phone and email it to me at notfancy at fancyfreepodcast.com. Or you can go to fancyfreepodcast.com, push the red button and just record it right from your phone or computer microphone there. Don't worry about pauses and ums and ahs. I will polish it up on my end and then you just might be featured on next week's episode. If you want more connection, laughter and sharing, join us in the Fancy Free Facebook group. It's our private little slice of the internet. We have so much fun over there. We had a pretty lively discussion last week about our first jobs. That was really fun. The question of the week this week is what is your superpower? Have a great week and remember, no one is as fancy as they look. (laughs) 